Lagos Talks 91.3 and Corporate Shepherds presents the man of the hour. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome I.D. Enang. This is Navigate with I.D. Enang. This is Navigate with I.D. Brought to you by Corporate Shepherds. Welcome, my dear friends and very distinguished listeners to Navigate with ID. It's such an honor and I do say a privilege to share with you. Friends, today is a special day, a day where each and every one of us have come through some dimensions of good grace and enjoyment, I would say. Enjoyment in the sense that there are so many reasons why one could just think about the alternatives and what could have been. But the mere fact that you are alive, I'm alive, it's a place to be happy. And as we look forward to the holidays just ahead of us, I know some of us will probably be smiling. But in this whole smiles come the necessity for us to look at life, to look at business, and to look at our existence. We are building on what we started on Tuesday where I talked about the power of persistence in business and life. I'm going to pick up from there because, just like I said on Tuesday, it is about building on extreme opportunities that we have, building on whatever may come our way, and making sure that we're making the best of every time and every situation. And I just want to revert to my opening on Tuesday where I talked about the book that I read called Kitless, an array of authors who had put together their thoughts. And the book itself is a Wall Street bestseller. And to all intents and purposes, I will continue drawing the inference from Julian Babia, who talked about the five steps to ultimate persistence. I'll use that as my linchpin as I revert to more or less taking on the word persistence and grilling it in a way and manner that you and I would be able to appreciate even better. Now, when we look at the word persistence, what does persistence mean in business? The dictionary records that the ability of an entrepreneur to to remain steadfast, focused, and solution-oriented in spite of what could become roadblocks makes their business more likely to succeed. This topic about the power of persistence in business and life suggests that wherever you have the word entrepreneur or wherever you have business, you can actually bring that to yourself and personalize it. So if I were to describe persistence in life, I would say it is the ability of an individual to remain steadfast, focused, and solution-driven in spite of what he or she could see or in, in spite of the roadblocks that will make their lives look unlikely to come through. But they will be able to stand up and show up again and again and again until they make it. That is the power of persistence. And that is the personal power that we require, especially in our client friends. And so, this 11-letter word brings everything to bear. And everything there speaks to you and I being simple, 
being focused and doing one thing that we know how to do, just following through consistently. Every single day, every one of us, each and every one of us will always go through several things, several times, several seasons. Life is about times and seasons. Every single day, there is an entrepreneur who comes to life for the first time. There is a moment, just like lightning in the bones, when that person will realize with their whole being that their idea is going to impact millions. It's a compulsion. It's a calling. It's an unquestionable fact that this, this thing must be brought into existence. That thing is that idea. That drive of compulsion will make you look at it and say, I need to bring this to life. And on every single one of those days, there is someone else who's giving up on their very same idea, their very same dream, the thing that once filled them with pride, with joy, with the energy of life. They are now looking at it and saying, not again. I will not continue. I cannot continue. I will not continue. Why? Because they've given up. Friends, there are graveyards full of unfilled dreams. Unfortunately, there is no sagacious wisdom or hypnotic charm for success. You cannot buy it, beg for it, or borrow it. It must be earned. And that's why we are having this program, friends. That's why this business school on radio is to tell you and to give you that push, that innate push, that the power of persistence in business and life can only come if you decide that you want it. More often than not, it is our expectations that defeat us, not our circumstances. So you look around our country, you look around the city, doing business in this country can be so tough. Doing business around the world now can equally be tough. Thank God for technology. But even with technology comes all manner of ills. Today, we are having to deal with all the intricacies of having a techno-driven life. What about the efficiencies that technology will bring? On top of that, brings a lot of cry and pain to others simply because there are elements who are using this to subvert justice and to do things that are uncanny. There's so much of disinformation running around, and this in itself can be an intent by some to kill others, to kill their businesses, to kill their careers, to destroy whatever they put together. And tell me, when it gets to you, you can just decide to say, I give up. Please don't give up. That compulsion, that calling you have inside it, built in it, is the word persistent. You must be persistent. If you are not persistent, if you are not persistent, then you cannot conquer those expectations. You allow circumstances to pull you away, and all you just need is some form of sagacious wisdom. I want you to understand, friends, that without a support structure, this may look impossible. Just like Mahatma Gandhi, I'd said, and I quote, that you need to be the change you wish to see in the world. Fundamentally, I believe that Mahatma understood that before we can change anything outside of ourselves, we must be mentally and physically prepared for the trials and tribulations ahead. Make no mistake about it, my dear friend. Failure is coming. You will trip and stumble. 
scrape your knee, you would fall, you would stagger, and second guess just how bad you want this crazy, ludicrous, wonderful idea. But you already have in your arsenal everything you need to continue to move forward. And that's why game changers, creative disruptors, people will always loudly proclaim that they would never color inside the lines. They will come through and say, yes, we can make it. Yes, we will do it. And these things will definitely be a part of our lives. And so it is very much in play that as we revert to Julian Baba to talk about the five steps that he did speak to as what he describes as the ultimate persistence. Number one, he says, take responsibility for yourself. Number two, figure out where you forged up. Number three, life isn't fair. Number four, said, don't sweat it. And I keep adding, don't sweat the small stuff. And finally, equipped, ask yourself why, why, and why. In the previous episode, we did a good rundown of the first step, which was take responsibility for yourself. And one of the things I said was, do you want to be a successful businesswoman, businessman? Do you want to be a successful entrepreneur? Do you want to be successful in life? I'll tell you something. There are so many crash courses that are available online, but they are never going to get you there. Every day, we are inundated and flooded with all manner of get-rich-quick schemes that promise everyone from a two-hour to a four-hour work week and millions of dollars that you can utilize overnight. There are videos I want to give you, step-by-step instructions on how to become a millionaire overnight just by trading. These people are living the high life because they know you want a life of luxury. Please, I beg you, by the message of God, don't fall for it. One thing that is clear is that you need to shift your mindset. Building a business is tough. Going through any industry is not a walk in the park. No matter what industry you are in, building your business will be tough. If you accept this ab initio, you'll be more likely to cope when everything goes south and when everything seems not to go well and you're crying in your shower alone. All you need to do is to shift your mindset and take the responsibility for the business and life you want to build. And all you need to do is to follow through and make sure that you do what is right, you follow through on the challenges, the struggles, the problems, the sacrifices, and all of that won't be a big deal. The important thing is, you just if you can just look at it as part of the mess you need to go through in this journey called life. I want you to understand, just like Julian said, that with great responsibility comes great power. For starters, taking charge gives you the control to start building your business now. And so, take responsibility for where you went wrong and use that as an opportunity to learn something new. Trust me, you will go wrong at some point. Because you're human, you will make mistakes. 
but don't let those mistakes figure you out. You figure it out and do one thing, fix it. Many of us do not like fixing our problems, but I'm saying to you, go back. Look at where you flopped. Look at where you made the mistakes. Look at what you did wrong and look at the fine lines of what you could do differently. It's all in. Every failure sits within the ambits of itself. Everything that you fail to do is actually in the process of what you were doing. All you need to do is retrace your steps. It's just like dropping a pen, dropping an item. Maybe you were walking. What do you do? You were walking on the road and you suddenly realized that you dropped your bunch of keys or a key or you dropped something and you didn't realize what it was. And when it happened, what do you do? You retrace your steps. You start walking back on the same track, the same direction, back to where you started. You then look around where you sat or where you stood to see if on the pathway you may have discovered that item you dropped. That's the same thing that happens in business. When you are able to retrace your steps, and that's what Julia means by figure out where you forged up, where you made that simple goof. Go back, reset it, restage it, and then come back alive. When you come online again, this time around, what you've done is to understand how best not to do a wrong thing. That goes for everything. That brings me to the third step. Remember, life is not fair. To be quite honest, you can look back in life and just focus on failures. But I want to let you know that every time you fail, you just learned one more lesson of how not to do a thing. And when we are talking about the power of persistence, it is for those who look at failures as opportunities to make it better. It is not for those that give up. Because the power of persistence in business and life will always haunt you when you hear the words, life isn't fair. Persistence is not about hiding the fact that you have failed. Some people are shy about talking about their failures. Therein lies your strength. Because that person who's listening to you may not have even tried it, not to talk of gone through it. But you did. You're still alive. You're able to tell the story for him or her to learn from. As a matter of fact, we should be thankful to those that have failed and have come out publicly to say, I failed at this particular space in time. What they've done is to educate many on the road that they should not take. They've provided illumination. Have you seen yourself in that kind of space? The fact that you failed in a particular space does not, does not give you the impetus to fake it, but many resort to faking it. Why do you have to fake it? When you fake it, it means you are sending out the wrong signals. It's a form of disinformation. You are letting people see what is not, and they will make more mistakes. When you persist, you are acknowledging that you made those mistakes in the past. You know that you can and will fail. So taking responsibility allows you to have control over what you do before and after you fail. Persistence, friends, is about acknowledging that you cannot always control what leads to failure or success. You cannot control the weather. You cannot control a global pandemic. Look at what happened to the entire world with COVID. 
Who could have controlled it? Who knew? Who expected it? You cannot also control another person's actions. You know, I have a friend, a very good friend of mine. One of the things that she always says is, ID, one thing I know I can control is my own action. What I cannot do is to control some other person's actions. I don't know what is in on their minds, but one thing I know that I have control over is my own action. I can't in any way control another person's actions. Friends, you cannot control another person's actions. Not your father, not your significant other, not your partner, not your business partner. They are going to do what they are going to do. Do not allow yourself to let someone else's success or misdemeanor or possessions keep you from persisting. Keep on keeping on. Now, one of the things that you'll find is the fact that people use other people as an excuse. That in itself aches me a lot. And some of the things that they do say are quite annoying. And it all begins from that simple space of envy. Why can't I have what they have? Why didn't my parents teach me? Why didn't my boss give me the opportunity to take that job? Why is life so unfair? That's a trap. It's a mind trap. It's coming as a result of a mindset that you've had that you must always get life is so rosy. It's like a bed full of absolute green where you can just lay down pasture, green pastures. I'll tell you what my mom said to me. He said, life is just like roses. Comes very beautiful, but not without thorns. If you ever want to go pick those roses, you must understand that you can be bruised by the thorns. So you have to be very skillful and deft with how you go about it. It's about wisdom. It's about allowing yourself to look at this beautiful rose and you want it. But in taking that rose, you must understand that if you are distracted, or you just want to be so, I don't know what to say, you know, you're so engrossed in, I must have it in the process. You don't take time to walk through and to nurture through. The thorns will show you that they have bristles. When you whine about the success of other people, other people, you cannot see opportunities to succeed yourself. Stop it. Many of you whine about the success of other people. In our parlance, we call it Barbele. Why must you have Barbelus? Why? Rather than whining about the success of others, go and ask them. Seek the opportunity to say, boy, how are you and how did you make it? He may not tell you his trade secrets, but appreciate the fact that you're learning something from that person rather than sitting back to say life isn't fair and beginning to castigate people around you or using other people as an excuse. All you can see are excuses, failures, and setbacks because that's the way you are totally wound and totally made up. The entrepreneurial route may lead to success, but it is not free of setbacks or sacrifices. Whoever told you that it was just a walk in the park lied to you. And if you are in the company of friends or partners who are every day coming to show you flags and flags of great things they are doing 
without any challenges, without any hassles, that everything is just working smoothly. You need to re-examine that relationship, all relationships, and begin to walk away because they are not doing you any good. They are messing around with your head. And in no time, you'll get depressed. And once you get depressed, you'll walk away. And when you walk away, they'll be the first set of people to want to buy your business. Have you seen where you complain all the time and one of your friends or partners or cronies will say, let me buy your business. Don't worry, I'll pay for it. And you gladly say, well, it's better I give it up now than giving myself stress. They may have set you up. You don't know. Sometimes competition also do strange things. Your competitors can send out disinformation. They will do all kinds. They will say, oh, that particular person, have you not heard stories where people will come up with some bizarre stories about one brand, product, or the other? They will tell you, oh, that product is made with the blood of people or that woman that sells at that junction. Do you see a lot of people flocking her? We hear she has some thing buried in the ground there where she cooks. And when they get there, it's absolutely nothing. It's all about envy. It starts from people whining about the success of others and they go cook up stories. And today we are in a world where AI is going to create more problems for us. We want technology, but this technology, I hope, will not kill us by killing businesses and killing people with what? Disinformation. So people now are going to use other people as excuse, but in real sense, it may not even be the people. The problem is you. You are not going to have fun or to lay on the beach every day. Just get up and understand that there will be setbacks. How do you get over these setbacks? You come off it by being persistent. The power of persistence is in you. And how do you start? By shifting your mindset. Life isn't fair. Your story will not sound like your colleagues or your neighbors. Your net worth will not look like your partners or the person you see on the cover of uh, the news or the cover of anything because you keep saying life is not fair. Let me tell you something. Personally, when I started my journey, when I decided to leave a corporate work eight years ago, I knew that life was not going to be fair. Why? Because I had to sacrifice a steady paycheck to start my own business. Not to start, to go start off from where I'd stopped. I told a lot of you from the beginning, it's been 14 years when I started Navigate with ID. When I started Navigate with ID 14 years ago, it took grace, it took God, and it took people to support me. I started on a certain station where I was running Navigate with ID five minutes a day. Five, I beg your pardon, five minutes, five times a day and through the month. It cost me 236000 airtime to pay to that particular station monthly. I was taking it out of my hard-end income. But why was I doing it? Because I had come to understand my purpose in life to be a trustee of posterity. 14 years down the road, here I am. And not long after that, I had two great destiny partners that have been with me from that time till now. And I would never stop in acknowledging them. One of them is Chris Obosi. The other is Larry Zamoje. Those two men, instantly when I started on the other station, called me and said, I did bring your content to our station. And 
come and we'll plug them in there. We'll plug it in. You won't pay a dime. I didn't pay any airtime then. And I was on Beat FM. I was on Brilla. I'm going all the way back 14 years ago. And that is how the relationship started. And to the glory of God today, here I am, still basking in the euphoria of us working together and being a great supporter and support structure. So everyone that comes through and puts an ad on this program is helping to propagate and to build a posterity. You are listening to me now. It's simply because some people stood by me, supported me on this journey, and that's what life is about. It's not about whining. It's about doing. We'll be back, friends. I'll take a short break. Let's pay some bills. And when we get back, we'll continue on our subject, the power of persistence in business and in life. Don't go away. This is Navigate with ID, brought to you by Corporate Shepherds. Welcome back, my dear friends. Uh, it's Navigate with ID. Friends, we've been looking at the beautiful topic, the power of persistence in business and life. In the first half, done what I believe that some of you may have missed, but I may not necessarily go through a full recap. But let me start by saying that I'm looking through this with the lens of Julian Babia, who talked about the five steps to ultimate persistence. And this is coming off a book I read. Yeah, a book I read ago, a while ago. And it's titled Kiltless. And it said that the five steps which I like and I've chosen to amplify. Number one, taking responsibility for yourself. Number two, figuring out where you forged up. And number three, all the notion about life isn't fair. Four, don't sweat it. And five, asking yourself the why, why, why. Just before we went on the break, we had gone through the first three, taking responsibility for yourself and making yourself understand that business, getting to business or life is not a walk in the park. You need to wake up. Challenges, struggles, problems, sacrifices, and all of the less glamorous elements of building a business wouldn't be a big deal. The mess is just part of your journey. With great responsibility comes great power. So for starters, you need to take charge. Take charge so that you can control and start building your business now. We then moved on to figuring out where you forged up. And we clearly said, if you are in that part where your business has flopped once, twice, thrice, it's not a time for you to wake up and say, no, I don't want it again. But it's a time to retrace your steps. Just like if you were on a stroll or a walk and you lost your key or you lost an item, what do you do? You stop at that moment. You go back all the way till the point at where you started the journey. Somewhere along the line, you may just find the item may have slipped out of your bag or pocket and you are able to retrieve, retrieve it. In retrieving it, you now know what not to do in order not to lose it. Pretty much the same thing in business and in life. Pretty much the same way if you are taking a career and you made a mess. Somewhere in there, you got fired. Somewhere in there, someone took you out. Somewhere in there, you made a very costly decision that, you know, cost you not just your job, but also cost you a big dent on your reputation. You can always come clean. But you need to start by taking responsibility for yourself and 
stepping on that place where you forged up. And the third point that we looked at, which is the third step, was life isn't fair. This is something people talk about all the time. And it's the easiest way to close it. Life is not fair. But you forget that persistence is not about hiding the fact that you have failed. Many people tend to fake it and hide it. Why? Because they don't understand that even coming out to talk about your failures will be helping some other person. And you'll be helping the ecosystem. You'll also be making yourself not just a hidden fact, but you'll come to the fore of what you need to do differently. Because persistence is about acknowledging that you cannot always control what leads to failure or success. You cannot control the weather. You cannot control a global pandemic. Neither can you control another person's actions. Be it your father, be it your spouse, be it your partner, be it your business partner. They are going to do what they are going to do. Do not allow yourself to let someone else's success or possessions or misdemeanor keep you from persisting. You know what? Never use other people as an excuse. Many people use people as excuses. Stop it. It's not going to bode well. Get out of that trap. It's a mind trap. You need to shift your mindset. You need to understand that, yes, you may say life isn't fair, but you have what it takes. Your story will not sound like your colleagues or your neighbors. That's why you are different people. Your net worth will not look like your partners or the person you see on the cover of a magazine. No. That's why life, to some, isn't fair. That's what it is. And I shared my own personal story because I knew that life wasn't fair when I sacrificed going through, continuing on a journey of getting a steady paycheck every month and being a, an executive. Eight years ago, I resigned. I left corporate life to just continue doing what I love doing. And that is to follow my dream of what I had set up, Corporate Shepherds. And I'm making you to understand that starting my own business meant I had to sacrifice something. But trust me, in eight years, it is not being a dandy run, not a walk in the park. But like I did say, in the process of doing what one has found to do, destiny partners have showed up. There's a support structure that will stand. But you know what? As one begins to stumble in any way, one has to get up. I have made sacrifices to start my own business, to keep it afloat. And I've kept making sacrifices. And I'll keep making until I get to that place called there. That's what you need, friends. So you need to make that choice. One thing I can tell you, we all endure failures. I have endured some form of failure one way or the other, even in business. I've watched my sacrifices drain my savings too and put strains on relationship with the people around me. Why? Because not everybody will be my friend at the beginning and continue to be my friend because I need to walk away from certain relationships. You can see someone and think that, oh, this guy is a good guy. We can partner and do some things together. And when you then realize that, wow, this guy is not who I thought he was, for me, I take a walk to take responsibility for myself and my business, I have sacrificed my relationship with people who weighed me down. That's the part that you need to do. When you fail sometimes, you will have no choice but to focus on your focus. And that means whatever options you have, 
you need to look around at the mess that may have happened and move on and stop complaining about the unfairness of walking towards the failure. That's when you say life isn't fair and you keep going down rather than stepping up. Yes, life isn't fair, but I can make what I want out of life because I believe that life has a beauty in it. That is the beauty I want to flourish in. When you make a mess, you pick up your mess, pick up the pieces and persist. Don't sit there and be whining, whining about other people, whining about the environment. Things become more unfair in the hands of other people. That is life. So take responsibility for yourself. If you fail to take responsibility, you allow other people to make decisions for you. And that's what happens. They not only make decisions for you, they use your money and change how you see the world. You know, I, I was just thinking about it in a flash. And I look at a lot of politicians that will be biting their teeth now and their tongue. And you know what? So many lawyers, I'm sorry, my lawyer friends will kill me. They've told them, go ahead, do this one, don't do this. They've gone to court, they've gone out of court, they've gone to take this. But the lawyers are smiling to the bank. They are the ones making decisions for them because they don't have a sense of this side. Why can't you just sit down at the point and say, okay, I didn't make it at this particular space. I'm going to recruit, retrace my steps, and I'll come back. When I come back, I'm going to do it differently. And that way I will succeed. But if you really want to change the world, then your mindset, your actions, your success will be in the hands of you. Because God has given you and imbued you with that power. God has put something in your hands, not in the hands of other people. Other people are meant to support you. But truly, you are the one to drive. You are the one to make it happen. Because those people do not have your goals or best interest in mind or at heart. They are meant to support you. They are not meant to make the decisions for you. They are not meant to do things that will make you change. You are the one to change. And how? When you take responsibility. You can control more of your future. When you remember that life isn't fair, you let go of baggage and jealousy from the past. Too many of us there are sitting in strife and jealousy. Why are you jealous of your neighbor? Why are you jealous of your colleague? Why are you jealous of your brother? Why are you jealous of your sister? All of those things are the things that little foxes that begin to destroy the vine. And they take you away from focusing on persisting on the things you need to sort out. But you focus on the excuses. The fourth point here is don't sweat it. And I want to use this in a way and manner that will resonate better with you. Don't sweat the small stuff. Many of us sweat small stuff. Why do you major in minors? Let me tell you something. People are not perfect. People make mistakes. Some act out of selfishness. Some act in a way to take the easy route, which we call shortcut. Instead of thinking long term, they want it now, now, now. Apologies to my young generation of now, now millionaires. They want it here and now. And they are ready to do anything because I want the millions now. I want to show off. I can buy this C-class, white-colored C-class, drive, walk into any eatery, or go into any lounge, I buy all the most expensive drinks, the champagne parties on me. Why? They want it now, now. That's an act of selfishness. 
hoping to take the easy route instead of thinking long term. Who am I? What am I? What has God really brought me to do in this world? My parents have given me the duty to serve and become a part of posterity. What am I doing about that? How am I going to bring to life the sacrifices of my parents? But many don't think that way. They bother on the minor things. You know what, friends? Many times our businesses are looked upon by us with a happy ending in terms of an expectation. We tend to go and say to ourselves, this business is going to bring in this, that very good wishful thinking. But sometimes we never want to go through the motions of taking the big ticket items that are before us. When you don't sweat the small stuff, you will look for the big rocks because those big rocks are the items that you need to smash in order to unveil the potentials that your business has. When you look at the big league, the big league will come with big risks and therein lies the big returns. And whether you like it or not, culture has a part to play in it. Culture also has a part to play when you have some challenge with failures, especially those that are in business partnership. There's always that challenge. And I like the fact that Julian was able to share an experience. And this is an experience that some of you may have um, also gone through or going through. One of the things that happened to him was the fact that after his business partner and himself had survived two failures and they had persisted, their business became a, a success. And what Julian says is the fact that within the ambits of the revenues they made in a year, which were in the millions of dollars, they were now in the big league that is himself and his business partner. He then packed his bags to move to the United States then. Somewhere in between applying for his visa and hoping on the plane, he got a phone call. And this phone call was from his business partner who informed him that he was taking over the business for all of the work that he had put in and they had put in together into building this successful business that was now in millions of dollars in terms of top-line revenue. He was just going to give him a mere $100,000. That was all. If he truly wanted to embrace the American culture, he said he could have taken his partner to court. No, he did not. He said he knew that a lawsuit would reopen the wound again and again because it would take years. And in that process, he will be hurt more and more. He knew he would be stuck in the past for years instead of moving forward. Pouring money into a lawsuit meant potentially abandoning his life as an entrepreneur and working for other people. That wasn't the life he wanted to live. So what did he do? He took the $100,000 and started a new e-commerce business. His partner could take the business away from him, but he couldn't take away what he had learned from running it. The operations were a no-brainer. Building a solid strategy was nothing new. Friends, this story may just be a story that will be familiar to many. How many of you have gotten into business partnership and then your partner would then 
do something uncanny to shift you away, to steal a large chunk of the business from you and then give you a paltry sum. Many of us begin to fight. We begin to pull teeth. No, just walk away. As tough as it can be, if you can listen to this one advice of mine, I'll say to you, don't sweat it. Don't sweat the small stuff. Allow him or her. Let her walk away with it. The brain you have that you use to set up and to walk in the other, you can collect the little seed that is left. Go and start again. And you'll be better off because you will not be pouring money into a lawsuit. Do you know what a lawsuit will do? It's like opening the wound over and over. You keep going on and on. You are not the judge. Justice will be served, but when? You have no idea. So if justice is going to be served five years after, are you going to be waiting for that? It will make you go through so much emotional pain. Is that what you want to live for? Or you could just decide to walk away and go do something else. Do something new with yourself. And what that means is that instead of living in the past, take on your failures. Take on your sacrifices. Take on those betrayals and plug them into your future. Build your own new business. Take the former. Build it. That was taken away from you. Rebuild it. And when you build this new one, it will be on your own terms. And you would have learned one lesson. What not to do when you are going to partnership. I can tell you, this is part of what you can take on as persistence. The power of persistence lies in being able to walk away. But many of us don't want to walk away. We then sit back and we want to fight. I'm not saying do not pursue the cause of justice, but I'm asking you to weigh the options. Do you want to sit where your heart is going to be smooth or you want to reach out and to bring in the next level to bear by taking on a position that allows you step into a new future? And that new future is build, living in the, taking the past and scrubbing it, all your failures, betrayals, and sacrifices and pushing them into the future to say I'm starting all over again. Painful as it is, but this time around, you'll run a lot faster because you'd have learned the ropes. And so, friends, I come to the fifth step in this journey of persistence, courtesy of Julian Babia. It's about asking yourself the why question. The why, why, why. And coming from the story I just shared with you about Julian and his partner, he came out saying to himself, he won at the end. Why? His former business partner would have made more money in the long run if he had kept him in the business. That's what happens. But he didn't understand about the long term. He probably would regret the decision to go behind his back to betray him and run the company. But he ran the company down. But Julian did not regret it. When he betrayed him, he showed his true colors. How many of your business partners or friends have shown their true colors? How many people have betrayed you and allowed you, you know, to see them in true light rather than whining, using excuses? But because you stepped away with your positive mindset, you were able to drill down and to make a better future. Friends, you can make sacrifices and undergo a lot of work to get to where you want to be in life. Do not let people, especially negative people, hold you back from the vision you see for yourself. Remember what you want. 
Remember your why. And only work with people who can support you where you want to go. Don't work with people. Whenever you find people who are not there to support you, shake them off like dust from your feet and move on. That's why I said to you, in this journey of mine, I've had to knock off some relationships, painful as it should be, but I had to, and I will always do it. Whether it's a client, whether it's a partner, whether it's someone who is coming in to work with me, short term, long term, whatever term, I'll shake off the dust and move on. You may just be thinking right now, that sounds a little selfish, ID. No, it's not. It's the opposite of selfish, and that's what Julian said. Your future is not just yours. The work you put into your business today is a lesson that future generations will learn tomorrow. Future generations will see how hard you worked, the mindset you chose, and the success that followed. Why do you think that we have issues with us in this country? We do not have strong family businesses. I'm talking about heritage. Do you see a strong heritage of family businesses in Nigeria? If you ever want to point to strong family businesses, there will be foreigners who have become second, third, fourth generation of Nigerians. An example is the Leventis family. You look at them, they're still very much in this country, but they are fourth, fifth generation Nigerians. But they started. Why is it that it is the foreigners that are able to naturalize, and when they naturalize, they are able to run businesses that would outlive them? Because they think generational. We don't think generations, we think ourselves. I pray that the billionaires we have now would be able to, years down the road, their names will still be written in gold and their businesses will not be forgotten. We have a history of so many family businesses in Nigeria that do not exist past glory. Future generations can only see how hard you work, the mindset you chose, and the success that followed when they see what is standing. So at this point, I'm saying, so get selfish, get personal. People often get tripped up when they compare themselves to others. Focus on yourself. Forget the people who started with more money, who have accessibility to more opportunities, who are generally blessed or what you call lucky. Lucky is not in my dictionary or luckier, whatever it is. This will only send you to the couch to move and complain about how life is not fair. Life is not fair. Get over it. Many of us will sit down and be envious of others and say, ah, this life will... But you're not ready to do the hard stuff. You're not ready to sweat. You're not ready to take on the hard challenge. But you sit back and say, ah, look at this man enjoying. You have 24 hours in a day. How much time do you want to spend looking at other people? And how much time do you want to spend improving yourself? So many people sit in one spot like the man at the pool of Bethesda, for 42 years will be sitting in one spot because you didn't see any man that will carry you to enter the pool to be healed. Why? Because you're waiting for someone. Why are you waiting for someone? Why don't you take up your bed and walk, do what you can? Many don't want to improve themselves. Now you can afford to get free stuff online to educate, to train, to learn, to develop yourself. You're still waiting. My company will. I'm waiting for my company to come and show me how to, how to do this. After all, it's their work I'm doing. Uh, when they train you and you get all those things, you get the skills, you become competent. The company, the day you are leaving, they will come and take you through a surgery 
and extract everything that put inside. Really? And then you turn around and say life isn't fair. Blame yourself for not looking very well, for not asking the whys. But you must remember your why. Why are you persisting in the first place? Why are you still there? When you really drill down, your answer should focus on competing with or improving yourself, not sticking it to other people. Stop blaming other people. I know this is easier said than done, but I'm not telling you what I'm not doing. The five steps I brought to the table, courtesy of Julian Babia, were not to make you feel like a never-ending cycle at first, but just to let you see something. Because the more I go through my own journey, these things I come to share with you are a function of several things. Knowledge is acquired by information. You can acquire information by reading, by education, by observation. I combine all of these forces together, but none can beat the experience. And I bring in my own part, which has privileged by God to have kept me alive, still keeping me alive and to go through a journey. So when I come to share with you some of these things that come in as a, a pathway from what I've learned, reading what others have done, sharing them with you, I quote and I tell you where I get them from. And I put in my own two cents and put this meal together because I want you to understand that your best dreams come when you're awake. Many of us are going through several things right now. I am going through the same too. I'm not immune to what is happening. Whether in terms of business, whether in terms of life, we all are, whether you like it or not. But one thing is we need to keep working. The ultimate persistence lies in you standing up to say to yourself, I will shape my mindset. Shape your mindset, friends. Shape and understand that it is okay to fail. It is okay to learn. It is okay to move forward and to set new goals. But every time you complete this cycle, this cycle you get stronger. Your mindset becomes stronger. You bounce back from failures faster. That is why they call them setbacks. It's a setback. It's just momentary. But you can turn it to be a permanent back. Take your first step, friends. No matter where you are right now, or where you want to go, I've just shared with you five steps that will drive your persistence level. The first one, remember, whenever you say life isn't fair, look at yourself and say, what makes it fair? The fourth one, very clearly, is don't sweat the small stuff. And finally, ask yourself the why, why, why question. Why am I here? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I in business? Get personal. Get selfish. Ask yourself the why. It is when you discover the bottom part, as we say, then you can understand the essence of why you're doing what you're doing. If you can't calibrate the why, if you can't calibrate the presence, then there's a problem. You are either misguided or misaligned. Which one do you want to take? Which one do you want to work with? There are so many people today that do not have a sense of what will happen tomorrow. Yes, we know in part and we prophesy in part. But every single day, there's an entrepreneur out there. Every single day, there's an individual out there that will come to life for the first time. And every single day, there's another who is giving up their dreams. 
there's one individual who's giving up on his or her dreams while some other person is just coming to life with a dream. But it takes these 11 letters to separate the men from the boys, to separate the girls from the women. That's all that separates them, the word persistence. It is what has catapulted many to great heights, whether professionally, whether in business, whether in texture, whether in character, where other people would have failed. Some others are catapulted simply because of this 11-letter word called persistence. All I ask you to do as we go on this journey, friends, is to understand that people will always be central to whatever happens. And with the way we want to take on living life to a fool, whatever life you have always dreamed of living is right here. That life is within you. And all it takes is for you to wake up, tell your story, and be able to stand through with the sacrifices and challenges that you face. It's never late. Business requires persistence. Life requires resilience. They are all points of view. I believe with all of this that you will set yourself apart as a forward-thinking leader of tomorrow's professional or business landscape. And let us win together, friends, as we look at the very best in life. Well, friends, we've come to the very beautiful end of this episode. Just like every other, I'll ask that if you have any questions, feel free to send a note to contact at navigatewithid.com. Uh, these days, I tend to get fewer meals because I think folks have been very endorsed and folks have been very engrossed with electioneering. Welcome back. Yesterday and the last night. We're on a good journey now, friends. Wish you all the very best as we look forward to continuing our series on the power of persistence in business and life. Take care and God bless. Goodbye. And that was Navigate with ID, brought to you by Corporate Shepherds.